0: This is the Six Man Show, a brand new Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? This is the Six Man Show, your podcast home for the 2019 Orlando Magic playoff run. My name is Jonathan Osborne. I'm one of your co-hosts. I am recording live from my hotel room in Orlando um, after a tough, heartbreaking loss. Magic fall, 93-98 to 98 in game three at the Amway Center, the first playoff game at the Amway Center in, in seven years. Um, <clears throat> co-host William Robles, he uh, wasn't able to make it to the game tonight, but we are going to bring him onto the show via Skype in a little bit here. Um, this sucks. Um, not really gonna sugarcoat it, and I don't feel like there's any other way to put it you know just just got back from you know the arena, had about a mile walk from the arena to the hotel room, and just the disappointment, the frustration a little bit angry even at this loss. oh man, it just feels like a wasted opportunity, you know what I mean First of all, I I do want to say that this was my first Orlando Magic playoff run, you know that I've ever been to. You know, growing up, you know, when the the Magic were in the playoffs, you know, throughout high school, obviously, don't really have a lot of money or transportation to come out to Orlando when you live two hours away. So obviously, you know, now that I'm able to to come to games and things like that on a regular basis, I've dreamt about you know this night for seven years, and throughout the the frustration. Of the last seven years and you know the 20 the 20 win seasons and just at times it it looked like there was no light at the end of that tunnel it kind of wondered if you know we were ever going to get to this point and realistically speaking obviously eventually we're going to get back to this point to have a playoff game in Orlando but um, just at times it was tough to picture but this night apart from the outcome of the game lived up and exceeded, you know, every expectation that, you know, that I could have had as far as, you know, a playoff game in that building from the moment that, you know, you walk down the steps, you know, and get to your seat, you just felt this thick energy and anticipation, like, the, it just felt like the air was heavy. Um that's the best way that I can describe it. But just from the all the the anthem, the the pregame ceremony, you know, the, the starting lineup and then just the entire game. The Amway crowd was just absolutely incredible. I've been very critical of Amway crowds in the past, but you give fans a reason to cheer and they will cheer and they cheer tonight. I mean, just absolutely just an incredible experience, an incredible game to be at. It was a great game, once again. Not the outcome, you know, that, <clears throat> excuse me, my, my voice is uh, a little bit hoarse from that game, but um, not the outcome, you know, that that we wanted, but just it was a, a great game to, to be at. Okay, apart from that, man, Um, so we finally got Vooch rolling, you know, in that second half. You know, Vooch, 22 points on the night, 14 rebounds, 7 of 13, knocked down a couple of threes was perfect from the line 6 of 6. Really had a great second half, really struggled in that that first half. I think he had 4 or you know maybe 6 points in that first half. Definitely um you know we're going to need to get him going, you know, a little bit earlier. I thought the offense in the the second half there was a, a lot more flow to it and uh, for most of this game until he really got going, you could you could just tell that the crowd was just on pins and needles just waiting to uh, explode and he had a couple um, in the first half a couple you know dunks and um, the, the place just sounded like it was going to explode so th- this this fan base is just dying and, and waiting for something to cheer for you give them something to cheer for and they're going to cheer but yeah it was good to, to get Vooch going but Terrence Ross once again great game tonight 24 points Eight of 17 from the floor, five of 13 from three. And he was one of, no, he was the only player to record a positive plus minus rating for the night at a plus nine. But apart from those two guys, I mean, we're just not getting enough, you know, offensively from anyone else. Aaron Gordon, 10 points. Jonathan Isaac, 14 points, but four of 11 from the floor. DJ Augustine has become a, a non factor, you know, basically since game one. And Evan Fournier, I mean, struggled most of this season, has played, you know, very well below, you know, the standard that we became accustomed to the last few years. Had, you know, a very strong, you know, last, I would say, month of the regular season, but so far in the playoffs has, you know, struggled mightily and just disappointed. Seven points tonight, four of those points coming from the free throw line, one of 12 from the floor, one of eight from three. At times, you know, he's still coming down, you know, the floor and just jacking up threes with 18, 17 seconds left on the shot clock. And, you know, unless his shot is really going in, which for most of this season it has not been, that's just not going to be good enough um, offensively. Wes five points. Birch, two points. Michael Carter-Williams, two points. One of five from the floor. When it comes to this series, the Orlando Magic, to have a chance to beat Toronto, for the Magic to be able to beat Toronto, they're going to have to play perfect. That means... They're going to have to knock down open shots. They're going to have to play very well defensively, which for the most part tonight, I felt like they did. The effort was good, the result was not always good. Pascal Siakam, I mean, this guy is just incredible. 30 points, 13 of 20 from the floor, 3 of 4 from 3, 11 rebounds. We did do a, a pretty great job um, on Kawhi Leonard tonight. I thought Aaron and Jonathan gave him, you know, all that he could handle defensively. Five of nineteen from the floor, just sixteen points. Basically, everybody else was was kind of, you know, kept in check. Marcus, all nine points. Kyle Lowry, twelve points. Danny Green, thirteen points. Anybody that has been listening, and I'm not going to get too much into this, just because I feel like I, I say it every other episode, but man, I, Kyle Lowry is just one of the most obnoxious annoying players that i just ever had the displeasure you know to to watch just complains after what seems every other play you know if if he doesn't you know get a call or um him and nick nurse just the entire night just complaining to the referees Kyle Lowry just flopping all over the place Tony Brothers, that officiating crew from tonight should just be, com- you know, completely ashamed of themselves and embarrassed. I mean, both both ways. There were there were terrible calls both ways, but just really, I I felt like just some egregious, you know, calls against the the Magic tonight. The missed travel call that I felt, you know, um, on Kawhi Leonard, you know, towards the end of the game there. But I'm not really, you know, a big proponent of harping on the refs. If you play well enough, you shouldn't let the refs you know really decide a game for you but Kyle like the entire arena you know everything that i could see from twitter just nobody likes this kid except you know raptors fans i mean in one i think it was a 10 second sequence someone called Kyle Lowry a bowling ball tried to tell him you know he needed to lose weight someone asked who is fatter him or his mother <laughs> um <clears throat> but man I'm rambling here, but what just a heartbreaking loss for them to fight back. I think they were down 13 or 14 heading into that fourth quarter, and then you know Terrence Ross just hitting huge shots. Yes, Evan hit one huge shot from the corner, but once again, when you shoot one of 12 from the floor, uh, man, um, yeah, just and then that that last um, possession that really sealed the game, down by three. Kawhi Leonard tries to iso on Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon plays absolutely perfect defensively. The his positioning could not have been better. And then the ball comes off of the rim, and DJ Augustine, as the rest of the team was leaking out, DJ Augustine was just waiting for the ball to come to him rather than going to the ball and securing the rebound. I mean, when I was you know in middle school and in high school, you know we were always taught that shot goes up, you're on defense, you turn and you put your back. You know, on your man and, and box out that's a fundamental you know, that's, that's a fundamental skill in basketball is boxing out to try to secure the rebound there's no box out and then DJ just kind of lazily you know tries to let that rebound come to him Kyle Lowry comes in secures uh, that rebound and Raptors end up scoring making a two possession game and just magic just ran out of time in this one Really no other way to put it. I mean <clears throat> yes, you know, the the silver linings to this game, Booch got going, Terrence got going, but the magic just all around the board just have to play so much better to be able to have a shot against this team. I think I think defensively the magic can match Toronto's intensity and they can muck up the game enough to make it very tough for them to be in these games, you know, at the end of games. But what I think this series kind of comes down to is that the Raptors just have more guys. And what I mean by that is they just have more guys that when you need a bucket, when you need to score on any given possession, you know, they have, it seems like three or four guys that they can just give the ball to and they can go and get you a bucket and create a shot for themselves Pascal Siakam, I cannot say enough about this kid. He is just absolutely phenomenal. I don't know really how much better Jonathan Isaac can play him defensively. He's just you know very athletic, incredible footwork, incredible at you know finishing around the rim. I think most of us you know feel like Jonathan Isaac has defensive player of the year potential. You know ceiling. Obviously, he has a lot of work to do to get to that point, but I feel like he can get there. And Siakam is just giving him everything that he can you know, handle on the defensive end. I mean, 13 of 20 from the floor. Good grief. I think they said tonight his 30 points was a career high. I mean, kid is just absolutely incredible. But then just, you just go down the line of these guys that are able to create their own shots. Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, Danny Green is just so good at – Coming off of screens and um, relocating on the perimeter and just getting open looks from three. He was three of seven from, you know, three tonight, five of 11 from the floor, with 13 points. You know, even, you know, guys like, you know, Norman Powell and Fred Van Vleet, you know, coming off the bench for them, even those guys are able to, to get their own shots at time. And the Magic just don't really seem to have that guy that's going to do a great job of getting his own shot. I mean, Vooch, if Vooch is one on one in the post at times, you know, he can be our best option, you know, to create his own shot. Evan Fournier, you know, if you put him in the pick and roll, sometimes, you know, he can do a a pretty solid job. Terrence Ross, obviously, coming off the screens, sometimes he's able to make that escape dribble, relocate and, and pull up and knock down shots. But the Magic just don't have that guy that you know that you can give the ball to. At the end of a game and and without a doubt He's going to go and get you a bucket And the guys that We do have that kind of resemble That Vooch, Evan Terrence Toronto's entire defensive Scheme this series has been to try to take What those guys do Well you know take you know what those guys Do well take it away from them And that's you know they've, they've Succeeded I mean sometimes it just comes Down to you know the other team Is better and even though that the Orlando Magic can play with this Toronto team and they can make these games competitive if they play the right way, have attention to detail, and execute on offense, not even necessarily the entire game, the Magic have showed that they can just go on these eight, nine-minute stretches of playing good offense and then at the end of the game still be you know, right in there with Toronto. The Magic really only played... In that fourth quarter, really, that like probably that last seven, eight minutes, really, really well. And then chance to to tie it or or force overtime, and you give up, you know, an offensive rebound. And earlier in that fourth quarter, Norman Powell comes up with a long rebound, gets the ball to Kyle Lowry late in the shot clock, and he, you know, hits a, a huge three. In a series like this against a team as good as Toronto, the Magic can't afford to waste opportunities like this if they really want to have a shot at winning this series. Magic are only down two to one. It's not the end of the world. We lost home court. We have another shot to win a game on Sunday. And it feels like the Magic are starting to figure some things out. Vooch, you know, finally, you know, getting this going. At times they're doubling Kawhi Leonard. If this, you know, if we can continue to slow down Kawhi Leonard, if we can just slow down Siakam just even a little bit, I think the Magic, you know, are con- going to continue to have chances to to win these games. But unfortunately, the Magic just can't afford to make you know mistakes the way that they have, in you know, in these last two games here. I mean, Aaron Gordon four turnovers, Vucevic five turnovers, a few other guys had a few turnovers. 16 turnovers for the Magic, 13 for the Toronto Raptors. And losing the turnover battle against a team that um, all the statistics show that are one of the best teams in the league at turning turnovers into points, losing the tu- the turnover battle is, you know, we're not doing ourselves any favors there. The series isn't over. Once again, have another shot on Sunday to tie the series up going back to Toronto but, man, the Magic are running out of time. Sunday is a must-win game, I would say. Cannot go back to Toronto down 3-1 with you know this Raptors team and, and give them a chance to close out at home. Have to win this next game and then obviously try to win Game 5 in Toronto and bring the series back home. But a win Sunday would guarantee that there will be a game six in Orlando. Really not much else to say about this game. Just honestly a heartbreaking loss. Incredible game. Very, you know, fun game to be at. Great crowd, great atmosphere, all that. But just didn't get the result that we wanted tonight. Last thing that I'm going to bring up here uh, before we bring on Will is um, talked a little bit about it the last episode about how... Steve Clifford, you know, he just, he sticks with what he sticks with. He stays the course, you know, no matter what, no matter the result. And tonight, um, I can't say what the right decision would have been. Um, but it's just questionable that, you know, Pascal Siakam has, you know, 32 points in 42 minutes. And Jonathan Isaac only played 29 minutes of this game. You know, a lot of the, the second half, um, chose to have Evan Fournier guard Siakam and you know that ended in numerous you know buckets and him being able to to get to the rim and and things like that and then not have Jonathan Isaac in the game the last few minutes yeah Evan hits that you know one big three uh, but what I think was oh of nine you know from the floor up until that point and I know having Evan out there helps the spacing a little bit more than than Jonathan Isaac, but Jonathan Isaac just makes so many things happen, you know, on the floor. You just kind of wonder, you know, what might have happened if if Jonathan Isaac was on the floor the the last few minutes there instead of Evan Fournier. Really what this, you know, series has come down to is the guys that we count on and, you know, the guys that got us to this point and the guys that we knew we're going to have to play well in order for us to have a, a chance in this series. Just really have not done that. Game 1, basically get bailed out by uh, TJ Augustine having a great game and hitting a great shot at the end. But since then, I mean, he's been non-existent. Finally got Vooch rolling tonight, but and then Terrence Ross. But we just need more than you know two guys to show up on, on any given night. So I uh, really don't have you know, too much else to say, you know, tonight, bright spot from tonight, I I did get to meet Uncle Jack, those of you that are familiar with the, you know, festivities of the Amway Center, uh, know him as the dancing usher, got to meet him, and got to take a picture with him, got to meet the fat guy, uh, very, uh, you know, famous, you know, Orlando Magic fan, you know, since day one, Uh, so get to, get to meet those guys, and, and take pictures with them, that was a one of the highlights of the night. Um, tried to meet up with a couple, um, you know, guys off of social media and things like that. Uh, Nabil, I believe his name is from the Lando. Try to, you know, he was sitting a couple rows behind me. We tried to link up after the game; didn't really work. Then um, another one of our fans. We tried to meet at the the baseline bar at halftime, but that place was just so freaking packed. It, I mean, at times I could, you know, barely keep track of where my wife was, but. Yeah, just a couple bright spots from this game. But let's go ahead. We'll bring on Will, get his takes from the game, and we'll talk about, you know, it's, it's kind of self-explanatory, but we'll talk about what we can improve on for game four going forward. So, uh, yeah, let's bring in Will. All right, Orlando Magic fans, we've got Will here via Skype. Will, how you doing? Dude,
1: I'm devastated.
0: Same here, buddy.
1: Yeah, man. I, it's so crazy, you know, a chance at towards the end to get a shot off or to tie a game if we get that rebound. And uh, Kyle Lowry, you know, gets it or he hits it, and there goes the game pretty much.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, he gets that rebound, and then we have no chance but to foul Kawhi. He goes to the line, of course, knocks both free throws down, and then a three-point game becomes a five-point game. And obviously, I think at that point there was, I don't know, 18 seconds left or something we come down the court get a couple crappy shots and and that's the end of it man just uh it just felt like a waste of a of a opportunity and waste of a good crowd you sold your seats and then um the two seats next to us the people never even showed up
1: you're lying
0: i swear like we were waiting the entire game and i was like please like if these people show up in in kyle lowry jerseys i actually might have to punch them in the face like just a safe face for the show but yeah they never showed up we uh we took an extra a uh, blue and white ignite shirt from my brother-in-law um uh, but yeah they never showed up the entire game
1: not not even for like 5 seconds not
0: even for like I thought maybe they'd show up in the second half but but nothing but yeah but mm-hmm. just uh give us your take you know on the you know the big picture of the game and then we'll talk you know pretty briefly here about you know what we can do heading into to game 4
1: yeah, well, big picture, you know, we, we let Siakam go off. Um, he just completely did whatever he wanted, and yeah, I just, I, you know, we did a good job on Kawhi. Kawhi didn't shoot the ball particularly well, and um, we we pretty much stopped them for the most part. But Siakam, man, he he killed us.
0: I don't know what the thinking was to put Evan on Siakam for most of that you know for you know better parts of the game it just looked like with with Evan on him he was really just getting whatever he wanted I don't really don't know what the you know thought process was as far as that with with Steve Clifford I don't know if we'll hear that in the the next couple days but yeah like you said you know Siakam got rolling and we were really able to play you know Kawhi pretty well and and limit him I think you know if we can get that kind of performance out of Kawhi, obviously we'll take that, you know, all day. But, I mean, and then we got Vooch going. Like we said that we needed to do, got Vooch going, especially in that second half. But um, we just need more than one guy, you know, to one or two. Well, Terrence showed up, so. But we just need more than one or two guys to show up on a given night if we want to have a chance, you know, to beat this team.
1: Yeah, you know, and it, it doesn't help that we're shooting 36%. Um, our field goal is only at 36% for the game. You know we can't continue to to shoot this poorly and, and expect to win these games.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we've said a couple times the magic just need it comes down to the magic just needing to knock down shots at the end of the day. I mean, when you're letting the Raptors shoot 50% from three, I mean just have to do a better guard, you know, a better job of of guarding the three point line. I mean Siakam went you know, three of four, Danny Green, three of seven, Kyle Lowry, two of six, Norman Powell, two of three. I, I think the Magic are, are trying to focus so much on collapsing the paint and trying to keep Siakam out of the paint and Kawhi Leonard out of the paint that, you know, they're leaving three-point shooters open and kind of daring them to, you know, hit shots, and and they are, you know what I mean? But the the, the I think, you know, I mentioned this, you know, a couple minutes ago, I know that you haven't heard the other part of the show yet but uh, we if we're not winning the turnover battle in these games it's really going to be hard you know for us to win I mean, that's there's no secret it's just if if you don't win the turnover turnover battle you know and you're you're giving a team that you know I mean let's just be honest has more talent it's really going to be difficult for you to you know win games even you know if you're at home but Oh man, yeah, man. I, I wish I wish you would have been here tonight. Um, the, like I said, the people that bought your tickets didn't even show up to the game, but I know you'll be at the game on Sunday. And uh, I, <clears throat>
1: I hope that uh the crowd is just as energetic as it was uh tonight because you could you could hear through the TV like how pumped up everybody was. Like it was a you know it was a completely different atmosphere. Um, you know, it just felt different.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I, I think, I think Sunday will be a a good crowd. I don't, I don't know, you know, people that I've talked to, I don't know too many people that are going, you know, to, to games three and four. Um, but so I do expect, you know, a a different crowd, but, um, it should be, you know, just as energetic, you know, this no excuse. I mean, if I was able to, I'd be at the game Sunday, but, um, you know, seven years without, you know, a playoff game. That's that's what'll that's what it will do to people. I mean, every. I mean, I think the fans know that we needed Vooch to get going so bad. I mean, the guy went to the the free throw line in like the third quarter, and there were MVP chants. And I think that it was just people were, were kind of aware that he just seemed unsure unsure of himself and just not very yeah. confident. So trying to you know pick him up, let him know, hey, the fans were here behind you. We need you to get rolling. And I think he fed off of that. I think at one point in the uh, third quarter, I think he had something like 12 straight points for the Magic. You know, two dunks, a couple threes, a couple free throws. So it was really good to see him get going. You know, 22 points, 14 rebounds, 7 of 13 from the floor. I mean, if we can get that out of him, I mean, that's that's what he's been doing all season. And, you know, that's what you and I said, you know, on, on the last episode, that that's what we need. We need the Vooch that we've been... Um, accustomed to you know the entire season and then Terrence Ross shows up, but once again, just not really anybody else You know, yeah So um, is there anything that you think you know that we can do differently or any adjustments that we can make going in a game? Three or do you think it's just as simple as you know knocking down shots?
1: Yeah, I feel like we knocked down just a couple more shots, you know, obviously we only lost by five We're in this game and from you know seeing how poorly we shot two or three shots makes makes a difference you know and then just you know we're shooting we shot 44 threes tonight and and missing a whole bunch so if we can make more shots I feel like we're in this game and I think we did really well guarding Kawhi you know Kyle Lowry though with the way he plays kind of makes me a little a little mad because you know in the first quarter there was a couple uh flops that he had, you know, against Mark. Oh, like he was uh,
0: flopping the entire game.
1: Carter Williams specifically, where Mike Carter Williams came and kind of set a pick and he just went straight down. I was like, oh man, here we go. Um and as long as we can I don't feel like, you know, Siakam's not gonna go for he's not he's not gonna shoot as well as he did um tonight, you know, going sixty five percent um in the field and 13 for 20. So, you know, if we can continue to play well on Kawhi limiting him to just, uh, 26%. And, you know, he took 19 shots. He only made five. So just, you know, keep guarding him um, and play well against him. And I think we have a better shot, but just are, we, we just got to make shots.
0: To me, it kind of feels like, you know, the old cartoons where, um, You know they're in they're in a boat or something, and a a leak springs in the side of the boat, and you try to cover up one hole, but then another hole opens, and you're trying to cover up that hole, and then all of a sudden you have too many holes that you know you can't cover. So, I mean, it seems like with them, you know, it seemed like they were doubling Kawhi. So yeah, you limit him to you know five of 19 from the floor, only 16 points, but then you've got Evan Fournier on Siakam, and he scores 30 points. So it's like, I mean. It's like pick your poison. Are we gonna let Leonard beat us or are we gonna let Siakam beat us? And yeah, I just don't know if you know Cliff is gonna find the right scheme or the right rotations to be able to, you know, shut those guys down effectively. i I mean, honestly, if, if Kyle Lowry comes out and beats us, or you know <laughs> Marcus Saul or Danny Green or any one of these guys, like make one of those guys beat us. If we can take away Leonard and Siakam. If we can find any way to do that, I mean, but like you said, it does come down to knocking down shots, and it, you know, unfortunately, Toronto just keeps knocking down shots. I mean, I'm, yeah. we're we're trying to make these games as ugly as we can, and you know, just trying to 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 force Toronto into these you know slow paced you know ninety eight to ninety three. Type of games so that we have a, a chance at the end. We're not gonna, you know, beat this team if we let them score You know 120 points. We're just not going to get there offensively to match them uh, But if we can continue to muck up these games, you know, we're gonna have a chance to win them But it just comes down to to knocking shots Their guy, their guys are and our guys are not as of right now. So yeah, um, I really don't I don't know if there's, you know, too much um, schematically, that needs to change, or you know, our coverages or, or whatever. And the one thing that I, I think we do need to make sure is that Fournier is not guarding Siakam for you know, extended periods of time in this game, uh, but just continue to, to fight and find ways to get into a better offensive rhythm and knock down shots. If we can play this way defensively and you know, score the ball a little bit better. We've definitely got a chance to, to win Game 4, but you feel like we have to win Game 4, right? We can't go back to Toronto down 3-1.
1: Yeah, we definitely can't go back down 3-1. That's, you know, they're, they're going to end it. If we're down 3-1, they're going to end it in, in Toronto.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's how I feel also.
1: I just feel like we have to start the games better. You know, we they go on a 10-0 run to start the game, and then we're playing catch-up, and, and we caught up, but still just... Being able to start the the first half better, start the second half better, you know get get a rhythm super early, I think would help out a lot
0: yeah um it it was uh Josh Robbins um from the athletic, he wrote a piece a couple days ago about you know whether or not this um amway crowd was really gonna show up because the last uh, you know, a couple playoff runs. I mean, be it they were in 2011 and 2012. He said that they were strangely quiet. I think part of that was due to the fact that the team knew that, you know, I mean, excuse me, the fans knew that the team wasn't at quite the same level from 2009, 2010, you know, those those deep playoff runs that we made. And when that happens, you know, it, it, you see a, a team on kind of the, the decline. It's hard to get excited for that, you know, uh, but he did say that, part of the issue um, with the crowds and the newer arenas with all these amenities and things like that is that um, fans aren't necessarily back to their seats at the start of the second half. That is usually like the the eight minute mark in that third quarter where most of the fans are back in their seats. Yeah. And it was almost like the Amway um, should have like done something to encourage fans to be back in their seats, you know, at the start of that, you know, for uh, second half, third quarter, to really just energize the team and 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 keep it going. I, I was afraid that you know, we were gonna come out and Toronto was just gonna go up big, you know at the the start of that third quarter and the magic, you know Wavered the storm pretty well, you know, we took a, a like a one-point lead like 61 to 60 But then Toronto comes back on like a 16 and nothing run I, But you know, you still have to credit the fight that this magic team has I think they were down uh, I think I was mistaken if, a few minutes ago on the show, but uh, they were down like sixteen points with a little over or under seven minutes to go and then fought all the way back to make this a three point game, you know, with what was that forty seconds left or, or something like that. But credit this team's fight, but this series um is just gonna come down to who makes more shots. I mean, that's what basketball is. You know, who whoever puts exactly. the, the, the ball in the hoop more is, is, is gonna win. But yeah, man, I'm excited for you to 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 feel that crowd after game four um we'll definitely uh have to try to get on here again so we can get your live reaction you know see how and hopefully we're we're discussing a win you know after that one i think that would be great how, yeah, how excited so. are you to feel that crowd man it was just unbelievable the moment that you get down to your seats i mean with the the inclement weather yesterday they opened up the doors almost two hours early and then everybody they just kind of held everybody you know inside the the main entrance there until about i want to say about 5 20 and then they let everybody in so you had almost an hour and a half um of just watching you know players warm up I watched Leonard warm up and Serge Ibaka and then uh Fuoch, Evan Terrence Aaron so that was that was pretty cool man so how excited are you for game four
1: yeah I'm so excited you know I can't wait to to be in the arena it you know hopefully it's not our last game at home but um yeah I'm just super pumped super super pumped
0: yeah the um <laughs> seeing uh stuff he was uh suspended from the the ceiling of the arena on like a like a zip line harness and then just came flying down to to midcourt um oh, that- at the beginning oh dude it was it was insane i can't i can't wait to, to see what you think but that's really i think all that you and i you know have to to go over unless there's anything else that you can think of here
1: No, nah, that's it man no, i, I mean- just hope we get a game four win and and bring it back to orlando for for a game
0: six definitely uh but yeah um got to get game four that's that's what it comes down to now i think it's do or die so once again guys this has been the six man show with john and and will uh we need game four fans show up to the amway center get that place rocking tear the roof off that place this has been the six man show we'll catch you guys next time thanks for listening to the six man show